Let's see if there is. Cool, you can still hear me? Yep, it's perfect. Perfect. So you're now being recorded, just so you know. You're cool with that, so that's cool too. Alright, we'll start the show in three, two, one. Alright guys, welcome to another episode of the Tea with Mike show. This is episode 112 of the Tea with Mike show. And for this episode, I'm super excited to talk to... Versi Jean, uh, welcome to Tea with Mike, Versi. Hi, Mike. How's it going? It's going great. Uh, I'm excited uh, to talk to you. And um, the reason why I wanted you on the show is I know we uh, connected uh, through a social media app called Clubhouse. But what drew me to uh, your story, which we're going to get to, and also why I also wanted to collaborate was... Your energy, like even through like uh, your 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 voice, there was already that uh, sense of connection, which uh, sparked kind of like my curiosity. So that was the reason uh, why I wanted to collaborate with you and uh, have you on the Tea with Mike show. Yeah, absolutely. I would say the same. It was it was the the English accent. I was like, oh yeah, we gotta connect. <laughs> I love it and appreciate it. So let's let's start real, uh, really uh, easy. Like, uh, where did you grow up? Um, I grew up in Portland, Oregon. Yeah, grew up in Portland, Oregon. And a, a lot of people are like, what's that? Where is that? But yeah, Oregon, that, that's where I grew up. Yeah, okay, great, cool. So talk to me a little bit what it was like like growing up in there, like what like what types of environment, how community-driven is it, any of those uh, types of things. Absolutely. I mean, uh, Portland, we have this saying here called keep, keep Portland weird. You know, it's a hipster town, kind of. Um, and it, it was really cool growing up here, you know. I, I pretty much stayed with my family, uh, went to Portland Public School, and just kind of like, you know, just I had a really, really great childhood. Uh, stayed around my family, went to Portland Public Schools, and, uh, you know, here I was, this kid who um, loved music and loved the arts and had these big dreams of 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 who I wanted to be. And, you know, uh, it, it was, it was a great, it, you know, I, I feel like Portland growing up in Portland has been a, it, it was just a great place to, to, to foster me and who I grew to be. I, I, I love it. So like, talk to me a little bit about like when you were in school, like, like what was some of your uh, favorite subjects was like music something that you discovered a little a, a little later that uh, that type of thing? Absolutely. Um, so I started doing music. I guess, yeah, I started doing music in the second grade. Um, I remember making a song about this guy that I had a crush on, and um, I still remember it to this day. Uh, That's cool. <laughs> yes. And, and yes, yeah, so I've been doing music for as long as I can remember. My mother was a local singer. So I just kind of like took after her. And I remember, um, you know, listening to her write her music and then being like, oh, mom, you should, you should put this part in here as an ad lib and do it like this. And then she's like, you know, what? that's a really great idea. So, uh, you know, I've been always into music. Um, I think my favorite subjects in school, huh? What was my favorite subjects? I'm trying to dig, dig back. You know, I, I don't remember having a favorite subject. Honestly, I think story time, that's not even a subject, but like, oh, story time, yeah. And like recess, maybe creative writing. Those were like my, my favorite things in school. Oh, nice. Okay, so so anything anything creative, anything with that storytelling storytelling like element, then. Uh, you said, "Is there? Can you repeat that question? I'm sorry." 
No, it, it wasn't actually a question. So, so I'm just saying, anything you you, you enjoyed anything that was uh, like creative and had that storytelling element? Absolutely, um, absolutely. Yeah, I remember. And again, this is not a subject, but I remember we we used to have a storyteller come in, and she would just tell us the coolest stories while we'll what we're sitting. All the students are sitting on the carpet listening to her talk. And um, I just remember just being so taken away to another world. Like I was so drawn into what she was saying. Um, and I just remember that being like my favorite times in class. Like I couldn't wait until this lady, you know, would come to class and yeah. Nice. So that, I'm just thinking uh, back to like when I was in school, and, and the more I think about it, those were like some of my favorite like times too. You know, those any of those moments were of audience participation, like the teacher reading to us on on the carpet and the bean bags, and any right. of those things. Any of those things that like weren't were like sitting at a desk for the most part. So that's really interesting, and you bring that up, and so. Uh, obviously, I, I understand that music is a big part of um, uh, who you are and also um, a little bit more broadly in terms of your family. So talk to me a little bit more about uh, the influence and the impact uh, that your mom's uh, had on your life, especially. Oh, man. You know, I think this is our dream, you know, like to do music is something that sh like, she did and she wanted you know to continue to do now she does things like behind the scenes uh we call her my momager you know because she's my mom and my manager oh that's cool and <laughs> yeah and it's really really cool to like just see how things come full circle like she did music and now i'm doing music and then uh like most recently i just uh, performed at the nike sneaker ball and oh, just to have dope. my mom, yeah, it was, it was super dope. And just to have like my mom there, like, you know, just there being like, Tiana, okay. Yeah. Like, calm down. You got this. Like, you know, um, let me, let me, let me take a video of you. Let me like, she's just so happy. And it was just really, really cool to, to see her and, and to, to be there with her and be like, yo, like this is, this is, in a way, this is our dream coming into fruition, and it's really cool. That is so cool. So obviously, uh, you you said uh, a few moments ago that you as uh, started singing like super early, like grade two, and the romantic uh, cr crush. So, so do you remember like if you ever performed it for this individual? How was it received? Absolutely not. Like I, <laughs> I would know. I was too nervous, Mike. Like, I was so nervous that I would never, like, you know, but in class, I might hum the beat, you know, I would hum <laughs> the beat a little bit and think of all these, like, I was, I, you know, I'm not going to say I was a weird kid, but I was a weird kid. Like, I would think of all these scenarios in my head and, you know, even when I would play alone, I would think of, like, it's weird. How do I explain this? It's like in my mind, I would think of like episodes, like, like, you know how TV shows come on, Lizzie McGuire yeah. comes on and it's like, I would literally be by myself and be like, okay. And narrating like the first day of school begins and you know, like, <laughs> just having a good old time by myself in my room, just creating all these storylines. And I think, um, I would do, you know, <laughs> I would do the same thing in school. Like, you know, um, I was focused. Don't get me wrong. I was focused. But I would do the same thing in school and, you know, be like thinking of my song when I see when I see the guy. And, you know, the song was really messed up, Mike, because here here it is uh, just really quick. I had like this guy. um, in elementary, his name was Byron. I had the so or here we go. I had the biggest crush on Byron in second grade, and then um, his cousin, 
it ends up coming to the school and all of a sudden I was just like whoa like your cousin is everything like he's 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 you know he's hotter second grade you know I'm like oh he's cute you know he's really cute so that's what the song was about about me having this crush on little Byron and then seeing his cousin and being like ooh wee but your cousin is fine okay plot twist that's awesome and it's so and so uh changing it up a little bit like what like obviously uh your childhood is very influenced uh by uh, music so is there a particular like uh i don't know moment or song that cements your uh interest or passion in music and you're like okay now now i'm super serious this is what i want to do professionally Mm. You know, I am drawn to all types of music, like all types. I love rock. I love country. Well, I can't say I love country, but like I, well, I do. I love certain country songs. They have the best storylines. I love Neil Soul. I love R&B. So my musical taste... uh, it's, it's a wide range. Um, I don't think there was a moment uh, where I was like, yes, this is what I want to do professionally because I think it's always been with me. I've always had dreams of doing music. I wanted to be a music artist, but I would say that I didn't always have the confidence to do it. You know, there, there I was very, very shy and nervous you know, to, to go after my dreams and, you know, my voice was different. So it's like, Oh, you know, you don't sound like this person or you don't sound like that person. So I was like, you know, discouraged, like, can I do, can I do this? Um, and then fast forward to, you know, there's this lady named, uh, she's a pastor, Joyce Meyer. And she says, you got to do it afraid. And I feel like that's what I've been doing all my life has been, um, I have been doing it afraid. Um, and then it gets easier and then you're, you're in your own flow. Nice. And I, I, I can see, I can see where you're coming from, right? The more that you uh, practice doing something like having a conversation, like with different people on the other, other regular basis, the uh, easier like it becomes. And then the same applies to like music or anything you do, right? The more you do it, yeah. the easier it gets. And the hardest part probably about it, and I'll let you speak to it too, is probably um, finding that consistency and uh, being kind of uh, patient and not giving up because it, it's hard, right? Yeah. Oh, my gosh, Mike. Like, absolutely. Uh, consistency. The biggest, like, the biggest... I don't want to say struggle, but it's it's just like, hey, if this is what whatever you want to do, you got to stay consistent with it. And I have been consistent, but I think there are other times where you're like, you know, um, this is great and all, but like, you know, I want to be here or I want to be, you know, here. And, and, and I feel like it's just so important to trust the process and to stay consistent uh, with what you're doing and discipline, like bloom where you're planted. So although I have these like major dreams and now like, you know, as being a believer, like the Lord has really like, you know, switched my dreams. Like it's not, it's not how I, how I wanted it before, you know, Um, it's, it's a different, it's a different purpose to it now um and yeah i just feel like you know now i've been encouraged to hey just bloom where you're planted use the gifts that you have cultivate the gifts that you have in this season and you know whatever happens will happen awesome so to talk to us a little bit about do you remember the moment when uh, you told your mom that you wanted to be a singer and a songwriter um not no not really no i don't remember it uh telling her specifically that 
But there was one time uh, in high school because I think although I although I always loved music and wanted to be a singer, um, again, I didn't have the confidence to do it. Um, and I've been doing it afraid for a long time. But in high school, I guess that was the, the real switch for me. In high school was the first time that I wrote my song on the, the acoustic guitar. And um, it was about falling in love with my best friend. And, um, and yeah, my mother, it, it was my musical theater teacher. His name was, is, is Chris Lane. And I always say, like, he was, like, the first person to, like, really be like, wow, Tiana, you got something. Like, you got something there. And um, he had a musical showcase. And I had sung this song that I wrote called Hurt and Broken. And my mother was there. I told her, like, hey, mom, can you can you be here as well? Like, she's like, absolutely. I'm, I'm coming. Like, you know, I'll be there. And... I sung the song with, with Chris Lane on the piano and my mom was like, wow, like, I, like, I just didn't know, like, I didn't know that this was something that was that like real, like real to you. So I think that was like the first moment that she saw it too. Like, and she's like, yo, this is what you're, what you're supposed to be doing, you know? Nice. And, uh, and so you probably don't know, but uh, theater is also a big part of uh, my life. Uh, that was one of my favorite subjects in school was anything outside the desk. So like the, it was the environment that I felt uh, the most comfortable in. So I did a whole bunch of like acting, you know, like musicals. Nice. I played like Franz the Butler in The Sound of Music. It was in like Oliver Twist. I did some Shakespearean stuff, joined like, my local like youth theater and probably the nice. coolest one of, yeah, so one of the coolest cultural moments that that will stay with me for my life was having the opportunity on several occasions uh, to perform on a Georgian uh, theater stage, like going back to the year 1788. It wow. was a yeah, it was a it, it was a small intimate theater in its original format. It's got the wooden stage and the chandeliers and the backdrops and the Shakespearean. Uh, boxes and like and the and, like the creaky stairs and it was supposed to be haunted and they used to store like <laughs> uh, yeah and they used to store like wine uh, during the war like in, in uh, there so so that's a moment that I'll never uh, ever forget and very few people pe people have similar moments but not very many people have experienced that that moment so you talk about those impactful like moments and the reason why theater performance anything entertainment anything creative and on the positive weight that it brings to the world that the, 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 nothing beats it in my opinion no and even hearing you explain that i'm like that's crazy dope like i like i love that i love those experiences that are so uh so unique and so artistic um like i live for those moments like you know, like, I think that's just so cool. Yeah, absolutely. And then, so, let's go. What, 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 what did you take in at university? Uh, I studied business management. Yeah, oh, interesting. So, talk to us a little bit about why uh, business management. You know, to be honest, I think I was trying to prove something. <laughs> okay. You know, um, yeah, I think I was trying to prove something by going into business management when, um, and you know, like I got through, graduated, thank God, you know, we, we made it through and it was cool. But I think that um, I would have had more joy if I would have went for something that um, actually interested me like communications where you can use, you know, like graphic design and you can use all these different things, you know, well, that I can use that are, you know, I'm going to use this again in my career. Like this, this will be helpful to me. And same with business. There are things that are helpful with business as well. But like, I think my college experience 
could have been a lot more fun. You know, um, I'm not, I'm never going to be an accountant. Like, you know, pr thank God for the people who are and, you know, kudos to them. But yeah, we need them to not... do our taxes. Yeah. E exactly. Yeah. Like, yeah. so good for, you know, good for them, but I'm never going to, you know, that's not something that interests me at all. You know, so having to take those classes and having the school bills like <laughs> for that class, I'm like, okay, Tiana, you could have done like communications or something that you were actually interested in. So, yeah. Interesting. So, uh, so I, so, so, so I have a uh, two, uh, two year uh, diplomas spread out over a period of probably like five, just over five years. Uh, the first one is in like technical theater. So all the behind the scenes, so stage nice. management, lighting. Yeah, I don't need to go d to tell you every, all of it because you, you, you have a, a, a performance background. So that was the first one. So that was cool. Worked in the industry for a couple of years, you know, still want to do it in the future in uh, di uh, different, different ways. And then actually, then I was working and then I went back to school and I took media studies and uh, professional communication. So all oh. of my, yeah, so all like how to communicate clearly and public relations and all of those types of things. There's a lot of what we did that I wouldn't use moving forward, but I, I'm still glad that I have, <laughs> I guess, like a core foundation. Like I understand a few things that other people like might not. And that's like paying off as I develop help. And my brand and I get into other professional opportunities and uh, things like that, you know, and we're living in a world where you need to know how to communicate. Absolutely. Absolutely. And it's really cool because, again, these are things that, like you said, maybe not all the things you'll use, but for the most part, communication, you're always going to have to use that, you know. So these are things that you can use in your career and you know, I think that's amazing. Yeah, and then so so what have been some of the most challenging things about your kind of journey so far? Mm, what has been the most challenging thing? I I, I would say consistency and um, man, you know, I would say. Let me think about that really quick. No, <laughs> I'm not no going to take too much time. but No, take your no time. This is conversation. You know, there's pauses. <laughs> and I'm going to have a sip of tea. Yes. Um... I'll tell you, okay, tell you, tell you what I'll do. I'll, I'll give the tea fact for the episode. I'll give you some time to think about it. Okay. All right, so uh, the, the tea fact uh, for the episode is... Uh, t when tea was uh, introduced to England in 1662, uh, uh, it was apparently for the marriage of Charles II and Portugal's uh, Catherine of uh, Braganza. Uh, the dowry, apparently, like the gifts, which is what a dowry is, in apparently included uh, chests of tea, and it included uh, teas basically from the regions of Bombay and uh, Tangier. And that comes from uh, com. So always interesting to learn about uh, the history of tea. Absolutely. You know, and now that you say it, here I am with like my little power raid. But I should have had some tea, Mike. I didn't even think about it. I should have had tea. It's okay. Well, like, well, like what's your favorite type of tea? Oh, I would say... Um, hmm, I don't drink a whole lot of tea, but like green tea... Um, I like peppermint tea, but yeah, for the most part, like in, in ginger tea, like I love ginger tea. F fantastic. But yeah, green tea is the, I, I, I should probably start drinking green tea. I'm a bit s stuck on what I like, but, um, green tea, like, um, has a lot of, as you probably know, a lot of, uh, health benefits and, uh, uh that type of thing because of the, uh, antioxidants, um, in it. Right. So, like, it's supposed to improve brain functionality, uh, lower the risk of uh, getting uh, things like cancer and heart disease. So, some pretty yeah. significant things. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's crazy how that works. Um, that's what I'm trying to be more mindful of going forward is the things that 
you know, you you're eating and drinking and, you know, yeah. Yeah, me. Yeah, me too. I, I, I invested into I invested into a personal uh, train tr- trainer that I go to uh, uh, every week and try, try to think a little bit more also about like what like what I'm eating, like prompted by some Amen. health scares in my family and stuff. But yeah, but you know, like at least I'm still young, right? It's better to realize the significance um, of the importance of healthy eating and also regular exercise at 25 versus 48, right? You know? Come on. Yes, that part. It's, it's so important. Yeah. And then if you think about it, it's like you feel better. Mm. You feel better when, you, when you're taking care of your body, when you're exercising, when you're eating healthy and your skin is clearer, you know? Like, yeah. You just want to do more in life, right? Don't you? It's like, oh, what can I be doing next, right? Yeah, I always look at it as like my body is a, is a temple for the Lord. So it's like, if that's the case, then it's like, I want to live. I want to be able to do my purpose. So let me, you know, let me put the right things. Not saying that I've been doing well, because I just had McDonald's last night. But like, <laughs> let me like you know, do my best to put the right things in my body, eat the right things, you know, drink the right things, because it really, it really does affect you. For sure. And so, 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 so going back a few moments ago, I asked you about some of the challenges on your, on your journey, and maybe even what you've learned from them. Um, The challenges on my journey, it's just like not being so hasty you know, and reminding myself to just relax, like just calm down, like your future is ordained. Um, You know, that's what I believe in my heart, um, that God has ordained my future. So it's like, and not just mine, but all of ours, like we all have natural talents. We all have things that we are, uh, that we are purposed to do you know, with, with our lives, you know, and, you know, there's this thing like your gifts will make room for you. And it's like, I believe that wholeheartedly. So I think the most challenging thing for me has been to just calm down. Like, you know, I can't, I can't make it happen. Like that's outside of my control, how people are going to, you know, uh, appreciate my music. Like, that's completely outside of my, I don't know if they will, you know, some people do, but I can't be like, yo, I'm going to be Taylor Swift level. Like, (laughs) I don't have, I don't have that, uh, that authority to be like, you know, hey, that's where I'm going to, I can say it. That's where I'm going to be. But like, you know, that's not up to me. So my biggest struggle has just been relaxing and just knowing to cultivate your craft, bloom where you're planted. And whatever is supposed to happen, whatever is already ordained, that's what's going to happen, you know. Um, but I'm going to do my part and do my work and put the music out there. And if it's supposed to explode and be amazing, then awesome. If it's only supposed to reach my my, my 4,000 or 100 people or just one person, then you know what? I, I'm doing what... What I, I what I believe I'm called to do, and at least it encouraged one, you know. Absolutely, and I think the hardest part is you're right. Everybody is unique, and sometimes like we can overcomplicate things. And um, like in my own story and journey, like it took me a long time to realize like what I was meant to do, but like. Like if without getting too into the mind games and all of that type of thing, this was this was what I was like uh, meant to, to 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 do with all the other things along the way, the struggles and the good moments and uh, come on, they, they they were all like they were they were all supposed to like happen and you're supposed to learn from like what's happened in the like kind of like in the past to strengthen like who you are. Uh, uh, today, right, and and it's your job to make sure you don't repeat the same mistakes and you learn from them. But it's not as long as it's not harm someone like permanently or any of those types of things. Like, 
the mistake is almost okay as long as you don't repeat it. You, you know what I'm saying? Come on. You got to learn. You got to learn from it. And people say all the time, you know, um, you know, it's not always a loss. It's just a lesson learned, you know. And I think as long as we are moving forward and progressing forward, even if we got to crawl, like, it's just, it's just, or even if we do, like, hey, man, I, I, I had to take a step back. But, you know, just as long as we're constantly going forward, you know, that's, that's what matters. Exactly, right. And, like, 2019 was probably the worst year of my life. It, like, various, like, different things built personally and professionally. Like, unfortunately, got in a car crash. It was uh, lucky that, uh, that I was still here and the other person was okay. But you think about those moments from time to time, right? That could have ended so differently to how it, like, ended, right? Uh, right. And so you have to be, even though that moment, like, um sucks on so many like different levels you have to have to remember that you live to uh, fight another day so like don't, don't waste don't waste that right right there i feel like that's one of those things that it like um uh, you know you have to say it with like um with power we live to fight another day you know <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's one of those like lines that you just have to it gotta be like a, a push to like you know uh, a oomph to it just like if you say treason treason like it, it, you yeah, can't just say it regular no you <laughs> gotta give it that you gotta give it that extra dramatic tone right yeah exactly no yeah I, I yeah, so, yeah so yeah and, and, and then so like yeah 2019 was like the worst year but like like the, tw- the, the yeah. 20, 20 year was for me it was like the year of recovery you know like not a lot to show for the first six months, you know, I graduated and then I was looking for work in a different city. It didn't quite pay off. And then I finally got a, a job like uh, working at the kind of the event center near where I w- was originally uh, living for for a bit. And then COVID like hit, I was working at an event and, it, and, it, and this is like March of last year, you know, so like it's pretty much a March, yeah, it was a March, yeah, March, maybe April over here. It was a little slower to hit Canada. Um, and so, yeah, so so that happened, and I remember when I was working a big event, and they came in, and they shut it down, like, right there and there. They're, like, I think I think they heard it on the news, and then everything had to shut down, and then there was all this uncertainty about no work and what's going to happen next, and in your back of your head, you're like, oh, this is going to be over in a couple of months. I'll be seeing everyone in a couple of right. months, which is what I was thinking in my head, and I'm like, then it turned into what it is, and then... I'm like, and then Gary Vaynerchuk launched Tea with Gary V, and like that wouldn't have probably happened if there wasn't the global pandemic. And then I got some exposure from being that on that, and then I moved back to where I originally started when I moved to Canada, and I, I got a new job, and I and I've been kind of rebuilding like piece by Boy. piece. And so, 2019 a year of struggle, 2020 a year of like rebuilding, and then probably tw- this year is. Is probably going to be like uh, the best year on record. So it's a, and and it's Come made on. The t- yeah, and, and and like the tea with Mike show has become like I'd say more relevant because of the times we're living in. Now, Swell's time, I, I don't want anybody to die, and like and I, I got a lot of respect for the people on the front line, but in the medical sector or anyone's like supporting that fight. You know, you like it's it's like if the pandemic didn't happen, like. How impactful would Tea with Mike be? You know, because I was doing it before the pandemic, and while it was, while it was cool, it wasn't as impactful. So these these moments sometimes happen for a reason. I think is what I'm trying to say. Right, one hundred percent. And you know, I think, man, it's all a part of the journey. You know, and yeah, I think it's see. Uh, you know, I take the optimistic approach, but seasons are beautiful you know like not always you know there's some times where it's like like you said 2019 was you know it was a difficult year that's the same for me it was a very difficult year for me um I ended up losing my nephew um you know who who was murdered and um you know that was just such a a difficult it's still a difficult time for for my family and I and but through that, 
it, it taught me so much. And I wish that I could have the lesson without the nightmare. You know, mm-hmm. I wish he could, he would still be here. And I, but I would still know, um, you know, take everything that I've learned now, you know, but that, that's just, you know, that's the way it goes. But with every season, with the bad seasons and the good seasons, you know, there's always something to, to, to learn and take from it. For sure. Sorry for your loss, too. Thank you so much. So, 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 um, so, uh, uh, in your bio, uh, that you said, said me, it, it, you, uh, you told me that your, uh, compositions, uh, um, self-revealing. So can you tell us a little bit about where maybe you get the, uh, uh, inspiration from, uh, for some, some of the songs that you write and perform? Yeah, I just try to be honest. I do my best to be honest about how I feel. And that's where I feel like my like my favorite songs come from. They come from my heart. So a lot of the times with my music, I was talking about, you know, um, a lot of times with my music, I was talking about, you know, me falling in love with a friend and, you know, or me falling like really like really caring for this guy back in school, back in college and just realizing that, man, I fell for the idea, you know, of him. And he's, you know, it, it just wasn't, he wasn't supposed to be in my ordained future, period, you know? But it was me going through that process of understanding, like, man, I really like this person. Why is this not working? And, oh, this hurts my heart. Um, but then to eventually realizing six, seven years down the line that, he wasn't supposed to be a part of my future in that way, you know? And, and that's okay because I feel like with God, I'm never going to get the short end of the stick, you know? Like, so there's a, there's a future awaiting, not just me, but you and all of us that it, it's going to be greater than what, what's behind us. I, I love it, and, and so 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 you try and apply all of all of that, I guess, mindset and ph- philosophy to everything that you write. Is that correct? Yes, it, yes, because that's my that's my mindset now, and you know I, I credit that all to God. Like you know that's my mindset, and um, it's just. You know, I love love. I love to talk about love. I love to talk about my relationship with the Lord. Like, I love it all. And that's that's who I am. And I, I think that's that's going to be who I'm always going to be. I'm always going to be honest about my life experiences. So it's not just going to be all about my music. It's not going to be all about one thing, you know, but it is going to reflect my beliefs. And as I grow, it's going to reflect my growth gotcha and so what's what's the most challenging part about uh the songwriting uh process are you somebody that like you may going about whatever you're doing in a day and you come up with an idea and you have to go write it down or are you someone that like this is the room in the house where i write and i'm feeling i gotta go lock myself away for like a few hours like where do you sit on this on this on that sort of scale Okay, so on my phone, I have like a thousand voice memos. So like legit, that's me like picking up my phone when I have an idea. And I'm like, um, and I'm like, yo, uh, let me just like record this really quick, like this little melody. So a lot of the times in my songwriting process, either the song will just hit me and I'm like, I might pick up my guitar, which I'm still like, I'm cultivating my craft. I'm cultivating my craft. I'm not like, you know, all the way there with the guitar, but I might pick up my guitar and I'm like, Oh, okay. Like, and it just hits me. And then the words will flow. That doesn't happen all the time though. You know, it doesn't happen all the time. Uh, There's other times where I write with my melodies. I might be like, Ooh, I really like this melody. So I might hum something and then I might have to come back to it. But I think I'm in the place in my life right now where I'm like, yo, you're a songwriter. So let's write, let's create. 
And I can't say that I have been doing that consistently, um, to just be honest. So I do need to challenge myself and be like, yo, a song a day, V. You need to do a song a day. Like, no, that's what I said I need to reach to, you know? (laughs) But, yeah, that's my process. Nice. Uh, And then so I would probably say, like, based off what you described like, so you have all these moments as you're going through whatever you're doing in a day. Like, I would probably say the hardest moment is, like, like, or I would find how this is, like, going back to all these almost, like, random, like, voice cl- clips later and trying to stitch them into something that, like, makes sense that is true of what you were trying to create in that moment, capturing that essence. But then also makes sense to whoever is like listening to the music, so it doesn't sound like a whole bunch of just random like notes or melodies or whatever you want to call it. Yes. Can you repeat that last part? Yeah. Yes. Sorry. <laughs> it's all good. Excuse me. Yeah, it's all good. So I, I, I was, I was just saying that um, so you, um, based off your process, probably the hardest. Uh, part about it is like stitching it all together so that it resonates true to the that moment of magic or the message you you were feeling in the moment but then also for the audience member who's listening to it like much later on you know yeah absolutely so do, is that something that you get help with or, or or is that something that you've got as you've written more music and um, like has it become easier to stitch things together? Um like actually like sometimes I even get my mom to help me. I have a song that will soon come out. It's it's not ready yet, but it's called Travel the World. Ooh. And I was like I was on my guitar and I'm like, you know, I'm just vibing. That's my best friend. Hey, you know, gotcha by my like I'm just singing like my song or whatever. It's called Travel the World. It's not out yet. But, um, you know, I was like, mom, okay, like, what do you think about this? Like, and then she's like, then she puts her part to it. And she's like, she's singing the melody or whatever. And I'm like, oh, I like that. And the song is, the song is ratchet, Mike. It's ratchet because it's like, it's about going out and having a good time, you know? So, you know, we're like, where we, and it's like, you're not just by yourself. You're with your girls. You're with your your people. So it's like, where we at? Where we going to? Any other place we can go? Folks, oh. out. like it's just real. Uh, it's real fun, like you know, and having a good time. And my mother helped me out with that. Um, and I don't remember what the original question was. So <laughs> no, 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 no. That's good. It, it was all about how you stitch things together. But it sounds like it's it's quite fluid, and you try and keep it as uh, natural as possible to create uh, catchy and relevant and vibrant music. So I stitched it together for you. I think <laughs> I got it. Gracias. <laughs> so 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 when people are listening at at to to, to your um, music. Oh, I guess we we didn't really touch on this. So, so I know we, we've talked about how you like to listen to a range of music. So when you're um, writing and performing music, do you try and touch on all of those different styles and influences that you uh, listen to? Um, I don't. I don't think I even think about it. But I think you know maybe maybe it is happening, but I just don't know it's happening. Like oh, that's. That's a little bit of uh, Nick Jonas, or that—that's a little bit of, uh, you know, Erica Badu right there. You know, like I—I I don't, but I don't think about it. I just—I do what I feel, and that's it. Nice. So you keep it simple. Yes, I keep it pretty simple. It—it's really if it hits me, or if I just really need to get something off of my chest, like oh my gosh. Um, in school and that's that's why I like experiences um I like that no I, I didn't I didn't I didn't like that I got my heart broken but like or that I was extremely disappointed but those are where my songs like when I'm really happy because things are going well then I'm like I'm in a happy chipper mood and I can write a song about being happy and oh you know or when I'm like deeply like bruised then I'm like oh man like 
you know, that's where my songs come from. That's where games, my upcoming song comes from. That's where heart, my another upcoming song comes from. You know, it, it comes from, um, you know, just a, a real place. Nice. Uh, and so what, what do you hope the audience um, like takes away like from the song? What messages do you want them to get more a little bit more broadly in like when they're listening to um, a Versi Jean song? Whatever the song um, may be about, whether that's good, happy, the walls are crashing down or the flowers are growing. Like, how, how, yeah. I think we are real people living life and we have so many different experiences and it's like let's be honest about those experiences whether you're a believer or not I'm a believer so I'm going to be honest about you know um, falling in love which I've never like been in love but it's like I'm going to be honest about, okay, here, this is how I feel. And then, oh, it didn't work out. So now this is how I feel. Like, it feels terrible. Like, you know, like, I want to be honest about it. And I hope through my process of learning, not not losing, because we're, we're either, we're, we're either uh, winning or learning, you know, so through my process mm -hmm. of learning, um, that other people will learn with me and, and that we can grow together, you know, through our experiences, that the story doesn't end in the negative, but that there's still, um, there's still hope. There's still knowing that, you know what, that career didn't work out, but you know what, I'm never going to end up with the short end of the stick. That relationship didn't work out, but God still got my husband and it's going to be all, all as well, you know? So I, I go through. Yeah, no, carry on. Oh, I just want to go um, through the journey with the people who resonate with my music that we can go through it together. I lo love it. It's, I, I like your approach. It's, it's, it's quite simple. You're, you're not over complicating it. You're, 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 to a degree, you're living in in the moment, trying to learn for like from the the past, and you and you're right. It's always ongoing, and I re I really resonate with um your winning or or learning and not losing. And and um, if if people adapt that uh, kind of philosophy, they 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 could achieve uh, great things. You know, they could build uh, plant some beautiful flowers. Amen. Also, and so so. Obviously, I get the sense that you keep quite busy. So, how how do you how do you look after your own physical and and mental health on a, a, a daily basis? Because you know, like like we talked about earlier, like the the better you feel, the more positive you feel, and then the more positive you are, the more that you can impact the world. Right. No, one hundred percent. So I can't say I've been doing these things perfectly. I have not, like, at all. But some of the ways that I'm trying to take care of myself physically is exercising more. Taking walks um, has been a big thing for me. It's, it's beautiful. You get out. It's fresh air, you know. Um, so, yeah, taking walks have, has been a big thing. Um, and also, you know, um, you know, exercise and going on, like, I don't go on runs, but maybe run on the treadmill, like, you know, and I, this is something that I have to um, just continue to, to, to be consistent in and to do better at. As far as mentally wise, um, I go to therapy and not only do I do therapy, I think my belief in God has really just transformed, um, has transformed my life. Like it's, it's changed my perspective and yeah, it's changed everything for me. So I would say those two things, uh, Jesus and therapy and, um, and, uh, you know, doing my best to go on walks and just starting, starting this, um, uh, it's something that's new. All of this is, a new um it's just new habits i love it and so 
What is one piece of advice that you would give to an aspiring uh, singer and a uh, songwriter? Because anything you do in life uh, is not easy, and there's a lot of things different people may have to overcome. Whether it's convincing, yeah. So talk to us. Uh, give us uh, give us a piece of advice, or what a piece of advice would you give to someone that maybe like thinks they have a gift and they want to share it with the world, but maybe. Um, this, like they don't have that many supportive people around them. Man, ooh, don't I know about it? Okay, don't I know about it? But I would say, do it. Oh, sorry, you're probably like, what are you talking about? I'm just but going like, with the flow, you know. Keep it simple, you know. Yeah, one hundred percent. I would, I would say, do it afraid. Um, again, do it afraid. It doesn't matter who, you know, everyone is not going to love what you do, you know, and that's okay. Like you make sure you love what you do and that, you know, there's going to be people who do love what you do. So you focus on that. Um, and that's it. Do it all afraid. Like, don't, don't let any, don't let fear stop you, you know, um, be courageous and courageous is not just, you know, hey, I'm not afraid. I'm doing this super bravely. Like, I'm not always brave, you know? Like, but you know what? I'm going to do it afraid and I'm not going to give up. And that was something that I told myself, um, that, I, that I told myself uh, when I was in high school and I was really shy and nervous. I said, Tiana, you need to do three things. You need to perform in front of your whole school you need a performance at SEI, which is a program that I was in, amazing program. And then you need to perform at church. If you don't do those three things before you go off to school, I don't want to hear anything about a music career, you know? So I really put that pressure on myself to like go for it and to do it afraid. And I did. And I'm still doing what I love to this day. I love it. And and so finally, like, what's next? What's next for you? Like, what's going on the rest of this year and, and moving forward? Um, what's going on the rest of this year is creation. Just create and cultivate my craft, and to stay stay in alignment with God and my beliefs. And you know, um, that's what's next. You know, um, and and whatever happens from there. I'm cool with. Uh, that, 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 that's it. That's interesting. So, like, if I was to ask you uh, this question in uh, five, to, like, ten years, would your answer uh, still be the same? I have no idea. Like, I do not know what I'm going to say in five to ten years. Uh, but I think so. I think it. I, I like this place that I'm in, and it, it's really simple. Like, it's not super complicated it's just like you know what i'm gonna go with the flow i'm gonna go with his flow and we'll see you know we'll see what happens and i'm fine you know whether i'm like what's up t swift taylor swift who i yeah i love taylor i love beyonce i love you know i just love everybody so it's like whether i'm like there and you know kicking it with them or whether i'm just chilling like um, you know, I, and I guess I can't say chilling because I believe in forward motion. Like I'm not trying to be broke out here. I you know, make a little bit of money, but like, um, I think I'm just going with the flow. I love it. I le okay. And let, let, let's do something uh, that I haven't done for a while. So to close out, uh, cause I feel like, I feel like the, the conversation and the chemistry is good. So I will open the floor uh, like back to you a little bit like on uh, Clubhouse. Do, uh, is there anything that you'd uh, like to ask me? Mm. This is what they say on job interviews. Make sure you have two, <laughs> questions, two questions a bit ready. Um, hmm. Let me see. I got the questions, Mike. I got the questions. So where did the, where did the name Tea with Mike come from? Yeah, so that's interesting. So the the name Tea with Mike, like actually, is is we've been talking about like keeping it as sim simple, you know. So 
like I was writing lots of different ideas uh, down on a piece of paper because this was f when trying to come up with a name. I was like trying to go down the path of who am I? Who am I as a person? So there was lots of things on the paper. Was like hates coffee, like loves people, you know, um, British, um, and then we and then at first took hours and days to figuring out what I could call it, and then. In the end, it, it ended up being something like quite simple, right? You know, sticking tea, which I love, with with with, uh, with my name, and that and that's how I ended up with it. And you know, I'm happy it I, I I'm happy it ended that like that this is the name I came up with because the advantage of using your name oh. or 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 of like fifty percent your name with like something that you love is like it's timeless, right? It's still going to be relevant, hopefully, in like twenty years at time, you know. It's not something that's necessarily going to age with um, trends and uh, that different that different type of thing. Yeah, and the cool thing, as you were talking, I was like, you can do so much with your brand and, like, just the whole tea with Mike. Like, you know how they do those, like, little, uh, the wing things, uh, the spicy wings, eating the spicy wings with the different sauce. Yeah. Like, Mike, can, Mike can have different tea bags and... When COVID ends, you know, you could be get like, I mean, you know what I mean? Like it could be different like tea bags that were, were maybe like I ain't have green tea today, but maybe like, you know, if this wasn't COVID time and we were in the same state, like, yeah, you know, that, you like here you go, to, you know? Yeah. So, that, so, yeah, so that is my, uh, like part of my plan moving forward. I'm going to start. I'm actually got my first one like uh, next month's uh, collaborating with a local uh, tea company, so I'm hoping. Oh come on! Yeah, so I'm hoping that That's opens. That's amazing. Yeah, so I, I got to start reviewing some tea and doing some stuff like that, and then like post COVID, I I've got some cool ideas. Like I want to do some like live in person stuff, you know, like maybe go around to like some local businesses, and I know people that do like live streaming and videography and that type of thing. So like like we uh, we could we can do stuff in like a person and I, uh, this is my opinion, like, but, um, my town definitely needs some like new, new, uh, innovative, uh, forms of, uh, entertainment. So I hope to be one of those people that creates like the, the, the next like spark. And it would be cool eventually, like I have a local arena where I live. It's probably like 7,000 is the capacity. It, it would be cool to like, um, fill it one day and talk about the power of storytelling and have and almost like having it like an impact uh, like seminar so you got different people telling uh, their story and like what they've learned and what I hope to do like is to eventually is to get some like major sponsors and people don't have to pay for tickets it's all free because we want these people to, add to like to, like to be to be there it and it's all about the power of like storytelling and conversation it's not a motivational speech there's a huge difference like come on absolutely i think that's that's like i mean that was gonna run into my next question like where do you see yourself like in uh five to ten years um yeah what what is the 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 thought process behind it but um i think that's absolutely amazing and i think um again there's just so much that you can do with it and you know we all have i don't know like we all have our our our, our own gifts and the things that we're purposed to do and um, you know, I just pray like all, all your desires, everything that you, you want to happen and, um, that they come true for you. Like, and I can so see it happening. I love your spirit and I love how just easy and, and simple this, this interview was like, you know, it, um, and I just think you just have a natural ability and, you know that's norm. That's normally how it goes when you're when you are blessed to do something. You know. Well, thank you. Yeah, people like and you and and I'm sure this will connect uh, to you too, based off your answer about you just try and go with your perspectives and your experiences when I asked you about if you use anyone's influence in your stuff. You know, right? Like mm -hmm. people, I'm like, would it be cool to have my own like talk show on a major network eventually? It would be cool, but like, I, if if that ever like happened, I, I would want to do it as M Michael Johnson tea with Mike. However, it ends up, you know, and 
not not draw too many parallels to people that are doing it like right now because like Ellen DeGeneres or the James Cordens or the Jimmy Kimmels and all the Jimmy Fallons and all those types of people. I, I just want to do my like my own version because there isn't really yeah. any because there isn't really any new innovative ideas anymore because like so much has already been innovated. But what you can do is put your own unique like personal like stamp on it. And everybody has that gift. Yeah. And the thing is, while you were saying that, I was like, we need it, Mike. Like, mm. you know, I don't know um, too many, like, you know, British talk hosts, especially in, like, the uh, United States. Like, you know, um, like, any shows that are up like that. And I think that could be really, really cool. And you know what? When, when it happens for you, like... I want I want to come back on your show and I want to like talk about this and be like yeah, you know what yeah. <laughs> yeah like yeah like I really I definitely want to do some more stuff in in person like for, like further uh, down the line and another idea of mine is to do like like embark on a like a major like storytelling talk or something I don't even want to use the word like podcasts it'd be like a storytelling uh, talk and travel around like talking to people in their like in their homes or like or, or however it nice. turns out you know nice yeah maybe 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 i'll tr- maybe I'll, maybe the the way it ends up is it's like random locations and like maybe there's some organization on who you're speaking to depending on the layout but like we're just sitting in I'd, I'd, I'd be cool with sitting in a, in a big gigantic uh, teacup with a little like table like drinking tea and like just like chatting yeah. so, like, like, like stuff like that like a big, yeah like a big teacup yeah a bit like Disneyland <laughs> style but you know that'd be so tight uh, yeah and the, the thing is it's funny because you know people make things more complicated than what it needs to be but it's like at the end of the day, one thing that I was encouraged to do is do everything that's in your mind to do. So it's like, why can't you have the big teacup now? Like, why not Why not start that now? Why not get that created now? And then as you continue to grow, it's like, then you can even build upon it. You know, now you got like a thousand teacups sitting in the warehouse like that's like that or different colored teacups. <laughs> So, like, why not do all the things that's in your heart and your mind now and and, and think those super creative thoughts and don't, it doesn't even have to be super, um, super expensive. Like, I think about my music and I'm like, I really, I wanted to do, um, what is it, like a, a visual album, like, in 2015. I was like, yo, I want to do a visual album. Like, you know how Michael Jackson has Thriller and how mm. each song is like a short movie. I wanted to do that back in 2015. And I was like, but I can't because I need 100,000, which I definitely don't have. But then you can find, like, then I started to see, like, oh, you know what? Here's this videographer who is super dope, who is straight out of college, who is willing to work with me. And who was like, yo, I'll do your music video for $300. You know what? Now we can make a visual album. Now we can, you know, like, find a hotel that will work with you. You know, and I think the same thing for you. Whatever you want to do, like, you want to have that big old cup? Do it. You want to talk to Ellen DeGeneres? Writer. Like, you know, like, make, make a, do all that's in your heart to do. I love it. And, uh, and finally, before we wrap it up, like, uh, like another dream of mine would be to like, um, do, do do like 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 reporting on like the red carpet or or um or like at the Olympics, you know, like interviewing like yeah. the, uh, uh, athletes or the or like the FIFA uh, World uh, World Cup, any of that type of stuff would be dope too. Yeah, honestly, like. We, I can totally see you doing it. Like you, you just have that about you. Like where I'm like, I, when you were saying that, I was like, I could totally see Mike doing it. Your energy is amazing. Awesome. And th- okay. Thank you so much. And thank you uh, for b- being on the tea with Mike show. I hope you had fun. Oh, I had so much fun.
fun, Mike. Till the next time. Period. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> uh, yeah, 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 definitely. We'll, we'll totally uh, do it again. All right, guys, this uh, was another episode of the Tea with Mike show uh, with the amazing uh, Versi uh, Jean. Uh, definitely leave us a comment, um, depending how, how, how you're uh, viewing the, uh, this on, on my website uh, below. Um, subscribe if you're listening on a uh, podcast. I'm just covering all the bases because it comes out in so many like different uh, formats. And if you've got time, watch some other amazing uh, stories and uh, Go follow uh, Versi and all of her uh, creative work. And her links will be uh, below this video because hopefully you're watching on my website. And that will be uh, all for, for today, you know. So thank you again, Versi. Thank you so much for having me. Woo!